You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Sports Leader. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan. WFAN. Quarter to nine here on this Friday evening. A little late happy hour with JJ Chanchy-Stremsky. We're right here on The Fan and to help us. Get some sense on what's going on with the Philadelphia Eagles as they get ready to take on the New York Giants and also set the stage for a little Yankee hot stove. Let's welcome in my good friend, one of the all-time greats, Yankee Spanish Radio Network, Eagle Spanish Radio Network, a man of many talents, the great Ricky Ricardo. What's happening, Ricky? JJ, tonight I come to you from Miami, Florida. Oh my goodness, please. You're teasing me already. You're teasing me already, Ricky. What else is on uh, on deck here? I can only imagine. Tua fever is running wild in this town, and I know you're excited, but they are really on board with this young man down here. They are transforming this franchise back to their glory. Really, the biggest debate they have here right now is that most of the, of the Dolphin fans here Want to go back to the, the old school uniform? Well, I'm right there with them, Ricky. I'm raising my hand saying, why don't they go back to the old school uniforms? They yeah, should have made that decision a long, long time ago. That's the big online debate. and Everyone's talking about sports talk radio down here is, is this Tua and going back to the, to the old school Dolphin uniforms. Big time. Well, Ricky, I wish I could find my way down to Florida for a game. Who knows? Maybe in 2021, that'll be something I'm working on. But let's get to the team you spent a whole lot of time with, the Philadelphia yep. Eagles. They're in first place in this woeful NFC East. They found their footing a little bit, went over the Dallas Cowboys, went over the New York Giants. Where do you currently stand with where the Eagles are at basically halfway through this year? All right, let, let's go back a couple of weeks, and let me be brutally honest with you. The Eagles should have lost that Thursday night game to the Giants. They were one Evan Ingram pass from just running out the clock, and I think the Giants would have won that game. The Eagles got away with one that night. The Sunday night game against Dallas, the Eagles were down at halftime. So, yes, J.J., they've got a couple of wins in the division to make them 3-4-1, and one, but they've been very unimpressive wins. Carson Wentz has not been the same Carson Wentz Forget the 2017 season when he was on his way to being the MVP of the league. He's not even Carson Wentz of the last four weeks from last year when his back was against the wall. He had to win all four games, including two against the Giants. If you remember, it started with that Monday nighter, which was Eli Manning's last start as a Giant, and the Eagles had to come back in overtime to win and then beat him again up at the Meadowlands on the final week of the season just to get into the postseason. 
we haven't even seen that Carson Wentz. It's been turnover after turnover, interception, bad decisions, fumbles. Everything you don't want from your quarterback is what the Eagles have gotten from Carson Wentz. Now, hopefully, coming off a bye, and the bye could not have come at a better time, Carson Wentz can put those first eight games away, look at it as just a terrible first half of the year, come back refreshed on Sunday afternoon with a clean mind, a better attitude, trying to eliminate the, the turnovers and see if they can get another win, which would be, what, 13 or 14, I guess, J.J., and nine in a row? Uh, nine in a row, 13 or 14. And, Ricky, how about 21 in their last 25? That's yeah, crazy. No, it's, it's been unbelievable dom- uh, dominance uh, on part of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, to me, this is the biggest game of the season for the Eagles, and I'll tell you why. Obviously, the only way to get to the playoffs is going to be through the division. The division winner, and it's going to be under 500, it's going to be an ugly record, but one of these four teams is going to win this division. Now, the Eagles have the, the leg up right now, but if the Giants win this game, the Eagles and Giants will both have three wins. Now, the Eagles will only – well, the Eagles will be three, five, and one, still a game and a half, but they will have split the two games during the season, and division record is going to be huge as we get, get towards the end. But starting next week, J.J., the Eagles have a run. Now, get this. At Cleveland, Seahawks in Philadelphia. At Green Bay, Saints in Philadelphia. At Arizona – and then they wind up with the Cowboys in Dallas and another game against the Washington football That's a brutal team. schedule, Ricky. Yes, I mean, let's not sugarcoat it, bro. They lose this game to the Giants. We might be looking at a division race. They could go 0-5 after this Giant game. I mean, the Eagles. It, it's not going to be easy in Cleveland. And Seattle, well, they've never beaten Russell Wilson. They've never beaten Pete Carroll. That's on a Monday night in Philadelphia. Last year, they beat the Packers in Green Bay. You're going to do it two years in a row, and we're talking about playing them in December in Green Bay. The Saints coming into Philadelphia, who are in a battle for the South with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's going to be tough. And then they've never really played well in Arizona, and Arizona's a quality team battling for the West in the NFC. So they've got a brutal five-game stretch coming up after the Giants. So it behooves the Eagles to get another win against the division opponent because that's going to be the only way they get into the postseason. Ricky, where does the city of Philadelphia currently stand on Carson Wentz? Listen, Carson Wentz is not the only reason this team has been up and down, but you hit on it earlier. He's turned the football over way too much. We've also seen Carson Wentz end the last year, going back to 2017, what he can be at his very best. Confidence meter right now from like one being the lowest, 10 being the highest. Where is the city of Philadelphia with Wentz at this point in time? JJ, I've got to be honest. You know, I do, you know, shifts on WIP, our sister station in Philadelphia. So I talk to Eagles fans constantly. The temperature in Philadelphia right now is lukewarm to Wentz. I'm going to go right down the middle and say a five. There is still a large contingent of Eagle fans that will go to bed every night praying to St. Nick Foles because of that Super Bowl title and are not going to let go of the fact that they wanted Nick Foles to stay and Carson Wentz to leave. Now, you know that wasn't going to happen after, you know, everything they did to get the number two pick that year in 2016 to get that draft pick to take Carson Wentz number two behind Jared Goff. They were going to have to uh, take care of, of that situation with Nick Foles, you know, hanging over Wentz's shoulders. It had to, it had to be that way. 
they had to move on from Foles. But now, JJ, you're starting to hear rumbles of Eagles fans saying that they want to see more and more of Jalen Hurts. Now, do you think the Eagles, the organization themselves, if they didn't think that there was maybe, you know, a chink in the armor, that they were starting to see something they don't like in the long term with Carson Wentz, do you really think they would have used a second-round draft pick with all the other needs that this organization had going into that draft last year? Do you really think they would have drafted Jalen Hurts if they had full confidence in Carson Wentz? I don't think so. So not only the fan base, to answer your question, J.J., I think is a little lukewarm on Wentz right now, but I think going into the season, the organization told you that they're not 100% on board with Carson Wentz by their choosing of Jalen Hurts and drafting him in the second round. It kind of reminds me, J.J., in a strange sort of way, the Yankee organization's confidence level in Gary Sanchez and the Eagle organization's confidence level in Carson Wentz. They're right, right, right there, even with each other right now. I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my next question. Shifting gears, getting ready for the Yankee offseason. I'm trying to figure out, Ricky, if Gary Sanchez has played his last game in a Yankee uniform. We know he's up for arbitration. He's going to get a little bit of a raise. The Yankees sent a message last year in the postseason. He was benched for those five games against Tampa Bay. He's not a 140 hitter, but I understand the frustration. You're close to Sanchez. You know a lot of guys in that Yankee organization. Gut feel right now, Ricky. Has he played his last game in a Yankee uniform? I don't think so. I, I think he gets a final mulligan. And by the way, JJ, I shot a 96 today. That's oh, a good a, round. I'll take that tomorrow mulligan. at South Shore, by the way. Ain't going to happen, but I'll take it. <laughs> he, I think Gary gets... One last mulligan this year, and it's all because of the, the financial situation that the team and baseball are in. There's still a lot of, uh, of power. There's potential. I hate to use I don't even want to use the word potential because we've already seen what Gary Sanchez can do. But what are, what are the alternatives this year? I know that supposedly they reached out to Yadier Molina. You're talking about a 38-year-old guy who's looking for a two-year deal. I don't think that's the smartest way to go. J.T. Realmuto is probably the best all-around catcher in baseball, but he's going to want Joe Maurer type of money at age 30. I'm not sure that, that, that the Yankees are willing right now, you know, with knowing that they're going to have to pay people like Judge and, and a couple of other guys some big money in the, in the next couple of years. I don't know if Realmuto is in their ballpark. I doubt it. Could it be maybe a James McCann? I, I think when the dust settles, the Yankees are going to concentrate on two things. Number one, re-signing D.J. LeMahieu, which is priority number one. Number two, either re-signing Masahiro Tanaka or obtaining another front-line starter that they desperately need to be behind Garrett Cole. And I really do think that if, when the dust settles, Gary Sanchez is going to have one more 162, not a 60-game or, or anything else, but another 162-game season to finally prove himself one way or the other. So to answer your question, I think he gets one more year. Ricky, they can't be dumb enough to let D.J. LeMay go, right? I wouldn't think so. I think he's priority number one. Uh, I know Abreu won the MVP, but we got to look. And maybe, you know, remember LeMay, he was on the DL for a couple of weeks, so maybe in a short 60-game season, maybe the absence 
of LeMayhew for that 10, 12 days, whatever it was uh, during the season. Maybe that affected the voters. But to me, I don't. I didn't see any other player. We don't watch Abreu on a daily basis. But what LeMayhew did for this Yankee team during this 60-game stretch, and even into the postseason, but we know the voting is done only on the 60-game regular season. I don't. I I don't know of any other player that did more for his team in in high leverage situations when they really needed it than DJ LeMayhew. I to answer your question, I would be stunned, JJ, if the Yankees didn't re-sign him. Ricky Ricardo, Yankees Spanish Radio Network, Eagles Spanish Radio Network. Okay, Ricky, I haven't had you on since the Yankees were eliminated. How does this team that's been pretty darn good over the last four years, they've been in the playoffs, they've won some playoff games, what is missing, in your opinion, getting this team over the hump? Last year, I thought it was the big pitcher. They went out and they signed Garrett Cole. He delivered. He was as good as advertised. Still wasn't good enough against Tampa. Is there one thing if GM Ricky Ricardo could make a move, what does this Yankee team lack that they desperately need? Well, that's a, that's a heck of a question, J.J. They had inconsistency from that bullpen this year. Uh, Adam Adovino is not the same guy that they signed a couple of years ago. He is way down on the pecking order. Tommy Canely, a big-time injury. That, that affected that bullpen. Brian Cashman's plan of developing a lights-out pen really had cold water thrown over it with underperformance by guys like I just mentioned in Ottavino. Chad Green has not been the same in the last couple of years. He's got a good game and a bad game behind him. It's, it's off and on, hot and cold with Chad Green. That bullpen has really been a disappointment. And Aroldis Chapman, let's face it, J.J., how many years in a row And going back to the Cubs in the World Series against the Cleveland Indians. But how many postseasons can you watch Aroldis Chapman give up home runs, big hits, and just skip the bit for his team, whether it was the Cubs or now a couple of years in a row with the Yankees. But you're paying this guy top dollar to be a shutdown closer, lights out, forget it. He's in the game, you know, game, set, match. And he just year after year has not come through. I love the guy. He's like a brother to me. But when you look back at the results and, and even look at the, the Subway Series, when Ahmed Rosario takes him deep for a walk-off, you know, when you least expect it, Aroldis Chapman going back to maybe when Rafael Devers hit that 103-mile-an-hour fastball, is, is the shine-off, is the mystery, is the glow off of Aroldis Chapman of being this dominant, super-dominant relief pitcher. To me, the bullpen is the number one disappointment. And I don't know about you, J.J., but I'm still not convinced with a guy that has so many strikeouts in his bat that Aaron Judge should be the number two hitter in your lineup. I I don't buy it. I think I'm not trying to be an old-school traditionalist, but usually in a batting order, you've got a guy that gets on base as a leadoff hitter and a guy that can hit behind the runner as your number two hitter. Aaron Judge, to me, strikes out way too many. I love Aaron Judge. Find another place for him in the lineup, but have that many strikeouts in your in your number two position in the batting order. I'll, I was never happy about it to begin with, and to this day, I still disagree with it. Ricky, final one. Giants-Eagles, Sunday at 1 o'clock. Will it be 22 out of 26 for the team you cover? The bye week is the difference because the Eagles are coming in healthy, J.J. Lane Johnson, right tackle. Isaac Salmalu at guard. 
Another week of rest and healing for Jason Peters at left tackle. They've got Alshon Jeffrey coming back, and they say he's in the best shape that they've seen in the last two years. Jeffrey back at wide receiver with some young developing guys. The big development to me in this game is the tight end. Dallas Goddard is back. He came back against Dallas, had a couple of targets, but now with a bye week, he really gets healthier. Goddard inside, middle of the field, opens things up on the outside for the speed receivers like Jalen Rager. I think Wentz gets his mind clear with the off week. The defense has been dynamite, led by the veteran Brandon Graham. Eagles, three and a half points. I give the three and a half. Eagles win by a touchdown. My main man, Ricky Ricardo, Yankee Radio Network. Eagle, Spanish Radio Network. Ricky, you are the best. We got to get on the golf course at some point. I I don't know when it's going to be, but when you are back up here during the season on an off day, Ricky, it needs to happen. Either that or I get you a plane ticket and we go to Lake Nona. And we play, or we play at, at Magnolia over at Walt Disney World. We get some quality golf. Well, Ricky, not for nothing, February spring training time. We may have to make that happen, amigo. Bring it, baby. Bring it. I love it. Ricky, I love you. Have a good call on Sunday, all right, kid? You got it, JJ. Anytime. He's the best. Ricky Ricardo, who I love having on. It's good hearing his voice. Likes the Eagles by a touchdown. 901 here on this Friday evening. We got a lot more to do. It's JJ After Dark. John Chastremski, we're right here on the fan. Get aboard at 877 337 6666. We'll run around the league at some point and get you ready for week 10 across the board in the National Football League. We got Masters to get to. And oh, by the way, Russell Westbrook to the Knicks is a terrible, terrible idea. Update time. My good pal is Petey Mack. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.